Ja, ja, denk dan! Wit is drama. Wit is drama. Wit is drama. Building bridges. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. You're good to go. We have a really special episode this week. Uh, as some of you know, we actually met over Eurovision week, not in Liverpool, though. We met in Barcelona. And we looked at the map and said, hmm, no one's close to Barcelona. Andorra. So a very jet-lagged me took a less jet-lagged Jan and Sebi. We hopped in an Aston Martin and we drove up the mountain to Andorra. And who did we meet? Suzanne Georgia. She was lovely. She was amazing. And we really spent a nice day a nice day in this little micro state in the mountains. Yeah, it was really great. Discovering a new country and meeting a new artist this on the same day, basically. Um, just a small disclaimer before we start. We recorded this before the Eurovision Grand Final. So we naturally didn't know who would win yet. But I think Suzanne had a pretty good guess. And I think yeah. <laughs> let's hear it from Suzanne now. So today we're having another guest episode on Building Bridges. Uh, Dave, Jan and I drove all the way up from Barcelona to meet a very special guest. She was the last representative of Andorra in Eurovision in 2009. And today we meet her in her own company in Stars Academy. Hello, Suzanne Georgie. How are you doing? Hello and welcome to the mountains. Yeah, it's beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, you love it. You have to stay. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, how have you been, first of all, since Eurovision? It's been so many years. What have you been up to? Uh, working a lot. Uh, just keep doing what I always did. A lot of songwriting and then I opened my academy. Mm -hmm. uh, and basically to help other talents yeah. um, and then the biggest work I've had done up until now is to fight for, for Andorra to get back to the Eurovision oh, yeah. so that's been endless meetings with ministers and the whole government and the TV station and and really sweat, tears and, and screaming I mean I've done everything <laughs> wow. in this process I can tell you that but like I always say I think we're closer every day yeah let's hope so yeah yeah, so we'll talk more about that uh, in a bit, I guess. Mm -hmm. But first, uh, can we talk about Moscow? Like, it's been so long ago, but like, what are your memories? What sticks out all these years later? What do you remember? Oh, God, uh, what sticks out? I would say it's obviously at that time, that was the biggest stage in yeah. history because you know the Russians yeah. go big or go well, home, they you know? <laughs> to show the World Cup after because they spent all their time. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's very Russian, no? but yeah. it, was, it was impressive. It was, I mean, the whole stage was a screen, like literally we were standing on a big screen and, yeah. and around, it was just incredible. So that was quite impressive. I mean, I've been on a lot of big stages, but that one was the top of all, you know, mm. and the experience was like, um, it was, it was, I mean, of course it was amazing. I loved the, the, when you suddenly step into the world of your vision, you figure out that it's a completely different planet. Like it's a completely different world. Um, and the Euro fans are just the kindest people you can meet. Um, and that's what I love about Eurovision. You know, like I always say when people follow football, they stand and scream at each other and there's always fighting going on and you know that. And then you go to the Eurovision and it's just about making love and accepting everybody as they are and just being there for the music. And that's so beautiful. I think it's the, mm -hmm. I think there's nowhere else you can find that, honestly. Yeah. And I think that's what unites everything so much. You just told us uh, minutes before we started started recording this podcast that you just flew fr from Denmark. Yeah. 
And uh, Andorra isn't your home since forever, right? You moved here. Yeah. Um, and you, before you represent Andorra, the Eurovision, you also tried in your uh, Denmark years ago. How was that experience for you? Oh, that was so much fun. Because the thing that Denmark has is a little bit like Sweden, Norway, mm -hmm. some countries live the Eurovision more than others. Mm -hmm. And Scandinavia, as you know, is just the king and queens of yeah. Eurovision, <laughs> like Norway things. But, and it's the, it was, uh, I mean, they, they started out 2,000 songs. Mm -hmm. And then our song came uh, into the semifinals. So we did the whole semifinal thing and ended up in the finals. Yeah. And for us, that was just a victory. Yeah. Um, we didn't win, but I don't, it didn't really matter. I remember it was, uh, we had a great party mm. anyway, because everybody was friends and we had such a great time. Um, so I didn't, I didn't really, I didn't care much about it. It's funny because I'm very competitive normally, <laughs> <laughs> but that we had such a great time and I already felt that we made it so far. We're in the final. That was mm. as far as I wanted to feel that I could go. Yeah. Uh, but obviously it's always nicer when you can actually go to the big Eurovision and that's what I got to do two years later but exactly. for Andorra so you know <laughs> yeah so how did that all come about like first of all how did you get to Andorra and then how did it come about that you got to represent Andorra in Eurovision yeah that's a funny thing isn't it because when we first came that was like almost 30 years ago with my sister mm -hmm. uh, because we flew back we did a lot of promo in Spain so we flew back and forth to Barcelona and we were like all our life we said we want to live somewhere warm we want to go to Spain mm. and bring our family that was just the thing because in mm. Denmark it's super cold yeah so when we traveled so much back and forth at the end we were like listen it doesn't matter from what airport we go from if it's Copenhagen or Barcelona so and then we heard about Andorra and this tiny little place so we went up a weekend just to visit mm -hmm. and we were completely sold we we're like oh my god this is where we have to live yeah. it is nice people are kind and and on top of that, you don't pay taxes. I mean, what is there not to like about this? Yeah. Cheap booze, cheap yeah. cigarettes, you know. Yeah. No, we don't smoke, but still, you know. <laughs> it's that it's that thing. It was just, it's just, I don't know if you got that feeling, but every time I pass the border, I roll down the windows and I just smell it. And it's just that, did yeah. you do that? I we said, as soon as we got out of the car, I said, it smells so different than Barcelona. I yeah. know, right? Yeah. And it's just a magical place. I know it sounds really like I'm just trying to sell the country, yeah. but I'm not because I like it the way it is peaceful without too many tourists. Yeah, totally But it's yeah. just such a magical place. It's a little place, you know, it seems like a little treasure. But like, what are like three things you like the most about Andorra? Uh, I like that you... the privacy. Mm -hmm. Like you, nobody, when we came, we were number one in almost all over the world with my sister. And I remember we just told people we were, we were accountants. <laughs> <laughs> and I know now that everybody knew we were singers, but yeah. they were all like, oh, okay. <laughs> so nobody, go, nobody minds their own business, yet at the same time they do. Like mm -hmm. it's very small, everybody knows everybody, we're like... You know, you have the, the cell phone numbers of everybody mm -hmm. because you can talk. If I need to put a favor there or here, then, but we all respect each other, and I think it's that's small. I'm, I'm like small communities. I really do like them, and then of course the fresh air, the mountains. The, as a songwriter, I think it's such a peaceful place to mm -hmm. find peace and write songs. It's just incredible. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it's my favorite three things. I think. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then how did it come about that you were selected to represent Andorra in Eurovision? Yeah, it's funny. I think I think the last year, I think the TV station went out to all the singers and songwriters in the country and sort of said, "Look, we're opening this up. We wanted." I think it was a different method because before mm -hmm. they picked handpicked, and I think they were like, 
this is the last year we really and it was already known then that it was well no one yes they yeah. knew uh, that it was mm-hmm. and I knew on the bus going to the airport oh, they geez. said if we don't pass if you don't pass to the <laughs> final Andorra's not going to come back there was all the pressure on you oh, oh my god, god. it was horrible <laughs> <laughs> I remember that I was like why would you tell me this <laughs> yeah. but yeah and then they um, I sent in three songs I remember mm-hmm there was one ballad that I loved and I thought it could have, I still think until this day it could really make a good Eurovision entry. Did you ever release it? No. no. It's still there in my draw. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you do so. Yeah, yeah, it's still oh, wow. there. Um, but then they picked the more upbeat song. Yeah. So, I mean, I was like, just happy they said yes to that. Mm-hmm. And then winning, that was completely not, I didn't expect that because I, I wasn't so integrated at that time, I think. So my Catalan wasn't perfect. And they're yeah. like, no, no, you have three months to learn Catalan. So oh. <laughs> I was just, I just started working hard. It put so much pressure on you. Yeah, I can't I believe it. <laughs> well, it's the music industry. You have to work hard. Because <laughs> yeah. I mean, like you're under enough pressure, like representing a country and your yeah. country alone, your vision. Yeah. And did it, did this like make it worse? Like the feeling of not qualifying to the final? Or did it not matter to you? No, I mean, I think deep down inside, I probably knew that we wouldn't. I mean, we have two neighbor countries, France and Spain. And in theory, normally one of those two are in one of the semifinals that we were in. Mm. And we had Spain, which Mm. was great because I went to Spain and did promotion. Mm. And then a week before the Spanish TV actually moved Spain to the other semifinal. Mm. Because yeah. there was some tennis thingy going on, yeah. which is completely illegal. I mean, in my, I was yeah. so disappointed because that was my 10 points, that's 12 points. I just went down the drain right there. Yeah. Um, I went to Denmark to promote. I was in a week doing promotion, all TV station, mag, I mean, radio, everything. Mm. And then Denmark didn't go in my semifinal. Yeah. I remember, so it was like, oh my God, I have nobody. So I kind of knew because, I mean... You can still get, I mean, we did get points. It's not that we were last, yeah, which yeah. is something, you know, but still, I think there is a lot of, polit- I mean, that's the way it is. Mm. Everybody knows it's like the, the, the Nordic countries, we all, we've all always voted for each other, mm. the Eastern, and I mean, that's the way it is. However, I do also don't want to use that as an excuse. If there's a song, if there's a smashing yeah. hit and it's delivered the right way, it will go to the final. But at some point, you know, even though like Andorra has a similar pr- problem like other little micro state in the competition, but uh, yet at the same time, even though if you didn't qualify, your song is still loved by Eurovision fans. Yeah. Yeah. And this is actually the main goal, isn't it, at the end yeah. of your journey? Yes. Yeah. People, after so many years, still remember a sing with you abroad, not in your home country. That's probably a special feeling, isn't it? It's incredible. It really, that's, that's an incredible feeling. And that's what I say again about the Euro fans are the best fans in the world. Like, because I have a lot of fans from the 90s when I had my song Doobie Doob, and I still, I still, it's a little bit the similar uh, fans as well. It's a, a little bit the same happy-go-lucky community. Yeah, you know, they <laughs> yeah. just want happy songs, peace and love. Uh, but yeah, it's incredible. Like, no matter where I go and I sing that song, just like if I get my, forget the words, I know they will know (laughs) I don't know anyone who knows better lyrics than your fans this is insane and in any language I don't know how you do it it's like oh my god 
you know, you can speak any language in the, in the dictionary. It's insane. You know, it's it's kind of a habit that you learn at forty something per year. So yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter if you speak the language yeah. or not. Yeah. And you're all really good. It's like that was this year. It's this and this time, yeah. and this and this wrote it, and this and this sang it. I'm like, oh my yeah. god, how do you even know this? You're you're yeah. really really insane when it comes to that. It's like a cult thing almost. You almost. Know? almost. It is. Yeah. 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 It we, is. We don't remember important stuff that would help us in life, but we remember. <laughs> No, but that yeah. actually does help you a yeah. lot because it I does, think yeah. it's good. No, but you train your brain, so yeah, you know, that's true. I think it's great. I'm jealous. Sometimes I would love, yeah. you know, to know so much, <laughs> I, and I know a lot. Yeah. But I would love yeah. to know more about your vision yeah. when it comes to the songs. Definitely benefits my yeah. memory. A yeah, lot. exactly. <laughs> So I think the biggest reason we came was because every so often in the news, well, in the Eurovision news anyway, it pops up that you know you're here, you're campaigning, you're fighting to get Andorra back. So can you tell our listeners and, and us a bit what you've done so far and kind of where things are? And obviously, there's been no announcement from national TV here. So like maybe some next steps, like what what should we expect or what might happen? Yeah. Uh, well, where are we now? They just changed the go- well. They didn't change them. We just had elections, and they re-elected the government we already have, which I've had a lot of negotiation with. So I'm really happy about that because it's it's very positive. Uh, they changed the TV director as well, which is for me also very positive because the former TV director did not want your issue mm-hmm. under no circumstances. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have had meetings where I almost pulled my hair out, like <laughs> sitting there and saying, but why? <laughs> I just don't want it. But why? I just don't want it. I, I went to San Marino <laughs> yeah. simply because like, it pops up in Eurovision every year. Yeah. I was driving through Italy and I saw the sign. I was like, I'm going to go. And I went exactly. and I spent a day and that, like, that was a day of tourism. Exactly. And we're kind of here now for the same reason because Andorra used to be in Eurovision. Exactly. And we're just three little people. Exactly. <laughs> but that's the thing, isn't it? I, 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 don't, I think sometimes people, if they're not in this world, they don't actually see how much potential it has mm. for the tourists, like for the country. Oh, wow. Um, so it is insane, yeah. you know, and we've had so many meetings and we have, my, me and my team, I'm so lucky I have a, a team behind me that helps with all this. It's not just mm. me um, because it's super important. I have uh, some guys and that's actually something they came up and they, they started doing a whole documentary about my fight. So now they're following me around everywhere, yeah. every <laughs> meetings and everything. So, so hopefully the day that we get it back, that documentary will come out. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think all the meetings um, at some point, I think it's gonna benefit. It's gonna come back. I, I remember in the very beginning, it was it was very frustrating because they said we don't have the money, and I mean that you can understand. You yeah. know, it was. We've had crisis, then COVID came, and it was even worse that we don't have the money. So I was like, okay, you want money? I'll find the money. So I went out and I found the money mm. to, to fund the whole project. And I was like, yeah, but it wasn't. It wouldn't look good if we took this from a private sector, you know? And it's like, you wanted the money, I got the money, what is the problem, you know? Yeah. So it's this endless, you know, fight. But I know they want it. I know there's a lot of people that want this to happen within the government now and now with the change of the TV director I really do have hopes mm. and I think we're closer than ever because we've so, so so what I've done is I've done the whole project like we have a book this thick just with everything yeah. that we need to do if we come back because I don't think it's just about coming back because hey we want to come back it's coming back but coming back okay. to make it good 
yeah, to make it yeah. good um, comeback. Yeah. To actually make it to the final, to work with the best people, to all the songwriters that I already have lined up prepared for writing camps, yeah. are winner songwriters that written winner songs for the Eurovision. Yeah. And they're all there on speed. They're like, literally, if we have to do this tomorrow, we'll do tomorrow. You know. Right. So 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 I think it's 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 really about that. And a lot of people ask me, oh, you just want to do this so you can sing again? And I'm like, not at all. Yeah. I would never say no. If someone asked me, do you want to come back and sing? At some point, I would love to come back and sing. I'm not saying. I 100% believe I'll be back on that stage at some point. Mm. But at this, and when it comes to Andorra, I would love to be able to try to run this project so we can succeed mm. 100%. You're, you're talking like I had a delegation. Yes. yes. <laughs> Maybe that's a role for you now. Yeah. That's, I think I would like, something like that. Obviously, I'm not the one who needs to put myself there, but I definitely would like to, to make sure that we do the right things because we need so much more money than a Germany or a Spain mm. and so much more promotion than a Germany or a Spain. Mm. We need to do double the work because people don't know Andorra. Right. Mm. So it's, it's going to be hard work. I hope the right people listen to this and they know <laughs> to hire you for this job. No, but that was actually one of our questions. Like um, if or let's say when Andorra eventually returns, uh, do you think uh, Stars Academy will be involved in this whole process? Well, my whole team is, is, is Stars Academy. I have so many people on my team. We have in-house producers. I mean, this is just upstairs. I have downstairs just as, yeah. as many studios down there, no? <laughs> and uh, vocal coaches, uh, marketing. I mean, we have such a big team um, that are with me on this. So that's my project. If they want it and the family decide to do it, I'm offering my project to the government if that's what they want to do and the TV mm -hmm. station. And after that, they can, of course, choose what they want to do. And, and, and obviously, I mean, I've been the only person in all of these years fighting for this, at least in such a strong way. I am lucky that I've had a lot of singers from the country, songwriters, a lot of businesses, a lot of people that contact me in, from Andorra saying, look, we know you are sort of the person that's done the most. How can we help? How can we do? How, how can we make them see that we want this to happen? And that's very important for me. I don't feel alone. On the contrary, I feel like I have so many little soldiers behind me, yeah. you know, even outside Andorra. Like the fact that you guys come up here yeah. and talk to me and talk about that, that means everything to me. Yeah. But it's a good thing, you know, like if you know that you have backup with you, that you have, you know, people from different, you know, genres or yeah. different roles and stuff, it makes your whole project going bigger and bigger. And, yeah. And, and um, you know, there's also one more thing. While we were waiting here to meet with you, we saw all of these, you know, CDs. Yeah. And we, especially people who are listening to us, they know you from Eurovision, but your career is way more <laughs> as a singer than, than Eurovision. Tell us something about it. Because yeah. we saw that you sold so many records. Yeah. You know? I sold three million albums wow. in the That's 90s. Yeah, I was um, I was singing with my sister. I still do <laughs> sing with my sister, and um, we had a big number one hit in the nineties called Dooby Doop. You might be too young to. I don't, how old are you guys? <laughs> I'm turning thirty this year, so oh, since yeah. we're like nineties guys. I think <laughs> yeah. So this was ninety five, ninety six, um, and I was. We were very lucky because we were at a time where actually people could sell albums. Yeah. There was no Spotify, there was no, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, iTunes, there was no nothing, you know, so that was, that was a good time. We sold a lot, a lot of albums in, in Asia, so that was mm -hmm. our, biggest, our biggest market. 
And then all over Europe, the only place where we didn't get on the charts was in America. That was really... Mm. We did get to Canada, I think. They were, we were just very close to go to Canada for promoting it, but then another country came before. And then it was like every yeah. week, what country are you going to next? It was, it was, really, it was really cool. And uh, we did three albums uh, with my sister, as me and mine, and traveled all over the world with it. So it's, I've been very fortunate, very lucky, mm. very, very lucky. And then at some point, my sister got married, had kids, and then, you know, we sort of took it slower, we slowed down a bit. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, we just wrote songs for other artists. And then I think like eight years ago is when I started Stars Academy in Andorra. Because I had some, and it was really, I had a problem in my vocal folds, so I had to get two nodules removed. So, and that mm. comes from singing in smoke or singing badly, not the right way. Yeah. So I started to investigate, and then I studied for a year. I went down to Barcelona to study uh, something called a still voice training, which is just really, really the anatomy of the voice mm. and how you can. Yeah. Why, why did this happen to me, kind of thing? But it was just for me. But it's a title where you can actually start coaching, you know, singers. Mm -hmm. And then by accident, I would say a lot of some of my friends, they have kids and they're why don't you make a little group with them to come and sing with you? <laughs> and there were six kids. So I was like, yeah, why not? You know, so I just wrote the mom, moms and the WhatsApp said, I have six kids. If a few other kids want to come along, yeah. we can have a group once a week where I can teach them how to sing. And within not even five days I had 30 kids that wanted to go Wow! and I was like now wait a minute <laughs> there's something in a drawer missing for sure you yeah. know and we have over hundreds of students now and it's impressive it's yeah. it's just it was such an you know sometimes in life we try work so hard on some things and they don't work yeah and then sometimes the things yeah. that are right in front of your eyes <laughs> you have to do it and we never and it wasn't really anything that I but, I mean, I didn't think that it was ever going to become this big. And now yeah. we have, like, every year we have kids in The Voice, The Voice Kids, The Got mm -hmm. Talent, Idol Kids. I mean, we have had, every year we have kids on the big TV shows in Spain. Right now my, my two daughters are in yeah. The Voice Kids. So I'm oh, really wow. proud of that oh, because wow. they're my own. <laughs> they just passed the, the chair challenge. So. Oh. So everybody's Impressive. like, what's going to happen? The battles and everything. So that's going to be in a few weeks. They're going to have the battle. Uh, another, you know, one of the Goldman within The Voice this year, one of my other students. So we really, we like to say we're not, we're preparing artists. We're not preparing singers. We're preparing artists because yeah. that way, you know, we give them that push that I never had when I was a kid, for instance, you know, and mm. then the sooner you get it, the better, I believe. Don't forget to leave a review if you like this episode. Uh, should we talk about uh, Eurovision this year really quickly? Yeah. So obviously good. you're off to Liverpool. So uh, can you let us know what your, your plans are and what they have ready for you there? Yeah, I'm in the Euro Club on the 12th, which is the night before the Eurovision. So I'm really happy it's not the night of a semi-final or the final, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> the final would have been fun though. Um, but yeah, well, I'm singing there. Um, and I'm super excited. I mean, we're just, yeah, I have like a tire place right next door. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> so I'm super excited about that. But I, I don't think, I don't even, I don't think I'll be there for 24 hours. I have to go back for another concert. So it's mm. very in and out. But so it's just singing, you don't, you don't do any press or any, will you get to meet any of the artists maybe? I have, I have, a, I have a few things set up, a few meetings 
uh, a few meetings set up, but uh, but there's very very little time because okay. I think we arrive in the afternoon, we go straight to soundcheck, okay. and then we have a few hours at the hotel and then the concert. So I think oh, that's going to be very little time. Yeah, there's but, like makeup here, so yeah, much yeah, and that's it. It's going to take time. <laughs> but either way, I think so much is going to go on there the night before you. I think they don't even care who, that I'm there. To be honest, like yeah. it's the day before the final is going to be filled with people anyway. Yeah. So. Yeah. Hopefully you get to have some fun. Yeah. And you told us already that unfortunately you won't be able to watch all of the final on Saturday. How come? Because I have a concert myself. <laughs> I have to go see it. And it's a big, a huge, big outdoor concert here in Andorra. Uh -huh. So, and that's why we have to fly back yeah. so soon. Oh, yeah. The next morning we fly right away and then go straight out to Andorra. And I'm happy, obviously, because I love to be on stage. But just that night, it's like, oh my god. Yeah. But the night stay with some drinks. And yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But it's at night, so I think I'll be definitely be home for the results. I think. Yeah. Yeah. And, and since you know I know, the songs, I know all the songs. Yeah. I mean, I've seen them all. And do you have a favorite? I do, I do, and it's tricky because it's not necessarily my favorites that I think. I mean, I think Sweden's gonna win. I think that's really obvious, and I love the Swedish song. I think you hear it once, you remember it that's what it's all about that's why all the grandmas are voting the kids are voting mm -hmm. the parents are voting i think sometimes in this eurovision world us who are like geeks <laughs> I, i said because we are yeah. <clears throat> we have studied all these songs for months now we have seen it in the euro parties we have we have lived them already but the majority of people are still seeing it for the first time in their living room in the couch yeah. and need to watch mm -hmm. and vote and i think we sometimes forget that it's like moldovia I wasn't too keen on Moldovia. I've seen it now. Now it's growing so much. Yeah. I mean, like, what is going on here? Yeah. It's not my style of music. Yeah. It's just, it's just getting it's living the rent, the rent free in your head. Yeah, but I just doubt that it would do good on a first time watch. You know what yeah. I mean? There are some songs. It takes a little bit more, and we are not able to think out of that because we've heard them so many times. Mm. So I think Sweden will win definitely. Um, I do love Belgium though. Oh. <laughs> oh, and so and I'm so in love with him. Yeah, we yeah. met in Barcelona, and it was just oh. love at first sight. Oh. Just, and he found out that he he was a fan of me in the in the nineties, and it was just yeah. oh my god! It's just, I don't know. I know these people you meet, and I just his song is just oh so mm. good, so catchy, and he's yeah. a lovely guy. He's yeah. so sweet. Mm. Oh my god, he's so sweet and so much. So, because I mean, it's a hard work. It's hard those months up to your vision. Yeah. It's so hard work. And you just need to keep that smile on your face and be nice to everyone. And a lot of people don't know how to do that because it's many hours of work and you can kind of understand it. But he's one of the ones that will just literally, I mean, we were in the bar until three o'clock in the morning just talking and yeah. having drinks, you know. And and, and he was, we were all that tired, but, you know, there's some of them that are really, really nice. And then there's others just, well, you know yeah. how it is. You know how it is. Uh, so, yeah, he's my, he's definitely my favorite. In that yeah. aspect, also because I can't, I love him. So, you know? <laughs> uh, but I do think Lorraine's gonna win. Yeah, yeah, I really do think so. And I said that the first time I heard the song, yeah. without hearing any of the other songs, yeah. I said I need to put my money on this before yeah. all the bookmakers. <laughs> Now everyone and, has. So. And he's like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna win anything because everybody's doing the same, yeah. you know. So yeah. You should get like benefits for doing it first. You know? I, I should. <laughs> and I must say, I always. I hardly never fail. I always know the winner. Yeah, yeah. really. Did yeah. you know it in Moscow as well? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Oh, that was yeah. everyone. <laughs> everyone. It was like that. There are years though where it's, where there's like ten good songs. Yeah. And they're all just so so, or there's all bad. There's been some years where they've all been really not so high standard. Yeah. Mm. It's it's funny, isn't it? Mm. I think it's funny. And then there's years where there's five 
really yeah. good one. We're like, wow, how, how, what can I pick, you know? Yeah. But normally there's always that song yeah. that, that just stands out. And you just know, you know? Yeah. Your, your neighbors are going to do really good this year as well, possibly. Spain and France are supposed to do quite well. I you do think those? they are. I think uh, I love Spain. I do love France. I normally don't like fra- fra- French songs because they're a little bit, you know, the French. <laughs> I'm really bad. No, because I... Oh, that's the language thing again, you know. <clears throat> I think it's great people want to sing the language and everything, but the French is just a printer. We are speaking French because we're French and that's how we do it, you know. <laughs> and you know, it's like, all right, all right, cool, cool enough. But this year actually is a really, really nice song. And Spain is a really nice song. I really love all this, all the Spanish people think it's going to win. Yeah. And I don't want to disappoint. I, I, I think no, because it's a risky song. Yeah. It's it a risky won't song. appeal to everyone it's immediately. Too artsy, I think, for yeah. yeah, but hey, we could be. I hope. I mean, wow, it would be amazing if we would be surprised. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you don't know what the world needs at that time. Maybe yeah. that's just what the world needs. Exactly. Right now. We don't know yeah. that. I do not think. I, I think it's definitely going to be a top five. Yeah, I think top, top five, top ten, and also France. But then again, some years you just. That's what I mean. If there's, a, if there's a true winner, we all know it. But then the ones that are in between, there's some years where I think definitely top five and they're like top five, but yeah. in the other end. And yeah. you're like, what? You never know. That's I mean, the thing about your yeah. isn't Like it? in 2009, it must have been the case, like who's going to finish second? Who's going to be like in top five? Like other yeah. than Norway, of course. Like yeah. that must have been more exciting probably than yeah. the question of who's winning. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. That was Iceland. Yeah, yeah, Johanna. Yeah, gosh, I don't want to Yeah. Oh, she was, I mean, I love that song. It's mm. amazing. Yeah. yeah. I love that. We had our, um, on our trip from Barcelona to Andorra, we had this huge playlist. Oh, we went from 1972 all the way to, we went into 2012, 12, 13, yeah. something like that, yeah. Wow, and what, which one was the better? What was your favorite? Oh my god, I think the biggest moment we had with. Quédate conmigo. I love it. At that point, I thought the speakers will go Yeah. <laughs> and that is one hot song to sing. Yeah. And obviously, when I entered Andorra, we I think the played a certain Get Alive by oh. a certain uh, Suzanne. Yeah. Something. Oh. Yeah. So, did you have the, the Catalan or the English one? The Catalan one. I think personally that like most of the songs will have you know different versions, especially with the English one. Yeah. It's more I would say personal, more organic if you send something in your own language. Yeah. And I love the idea of it lately because like in previous years everybody was forcing translating the songs into English. Yeah. You know? And yeah. nowadays the, the trend is back. The trend yeah. of getting mm-hmm. you know together with with the or, with the you know original language and to meeting the culture and stuff. Yeah. I think that's great. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So this is why we, we loved it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Well, we talked so much about like Andorra and Eurovision. Um, could you also see a way like for Denmark if like someone asked you to, I don't know, come back to Dance Melody Company <laughs> or maybe write a song, you know, for DMT or is like all your focus on Andorra? Right? No, no, I think the thing about Eurovision is, um, and in general, I'm not. I'm a very open person. I mm. think um, I, I, had, I had a friend who passed away very old. He was passed away when he was 97, I think, 95 or 97, 95, sorry. And he passed away last year. But he always said, I am from no country. Mm. He, he, was, he was in the war and he was, he was German and then he got married to this English. And he was, he was like, and I said, but what are you? He's like, I am from no country. Like, I don't like the borders. And I think 
in a way, I mean, your vision is it's a competition. We can't forget that. Of countries, yeah. <laughs> but 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 you know, at the end of the day, it's really just one big party. And yeah. and I think, oh, I've, 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 my sister had had the song in the Belgium Eurovision, uh, mm. also in the Danish Multicampi. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. in the semifinals and stuff. Yeah. So we have a lot of songs we keep writing, and if they get picked, they they get picked. I mean, yeah. And a lot of the songwriters, they have songs. I have friends that have songs all over. You know, yeah. and every year, even two different countries in the same year. A different thing is if they ask me to come and sing, if it's the right time for me and if it's the right song, because I normally write my own song, so it's mm, it's a little bit tricky. It has to be a song that appeals to you. But if it's the right time and the right song, oh yeah, I'd definitely go. I definitely would, yeah. yeah. But if like right now would be the, definitely the wrong time because I don't have time. You know, so <laughs> I don't really know, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. You should take time for that. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I wouldn't, I mean, I think you're, I mean, I st I'm still Danish, you know. Yeah. I've been here for 30 years almost, but I still feel very Danish. Yeah. You know, in, I, I, but you get better weather. <laughs> yeah, exactly, the best <laughs> And I mean, as long as Andorra's not back, I mean, I can totally represent any other country, you know what I mean? <laughs> Just to say, well, if you don't want me, yeah. <laughs> I go somewhere else. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Else well, um, maybe just uh, to complete is like we have so many listeners like from all over Europe and all over the world actually like um, is there anything that people outside of Andorra can do to support you and to support you know the idea of Andorra coming back to Eurovision? Uh, that's actually a good one I've, and I have a lot of people doing it already but uh, go on my Instagram Susan Georgie official mm -hmm. um, I think it's official Yeah, it's official. I'm like, don't, what is my Instagram? <laughs> Because at some point I had my team like, no, we need to do one that is your vision, yeah. whatever. I was like, like, don't probably, I don't want my Instagrams. I have my daughters, my academy, and most of them, are, thank God, I'm not, you know, in charge of them. Um, so actually tag us in anything you can for mm. the Eurovision. I have a tag that's my fight, Andorra back in the Eurasian, those kind of things, you know. Mm. Because I do attack the government, the Andorra government, because it is very small. So at some point, I do believe at some point they'll get, they'll get the messages. And, and I do yeah. actually bump into the, the prime minister for a few weeks back and he said, you won't believe how many messages I get. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so I do think it, get, it gets to them, you know, and I was like, yeah. good, good. Go for <laughs> yeah, the message. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, so because one thing, they can, I'm the little annoying girl, keep fighting, you know, but, but if they see there's more people, I think that's super important. And as I say, I'll keep on fighting either. It can go two ways. They can either say, ah, oh, let's give us what her want at the end because we're so tired of this or they'll kick me out of the country. That's, <laughs> that's the only two ways. You're not going to stop. No, I'm not going to yeah. stop. And we will, and we will be back. I mean, yes. I don't have, you know, I always get what I want and it's just a question of time. We yeah. need to keep on fighting. We'll just, we'll get it. I'll get it there. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That's beautiful. <laughs> keep on fighting. Yeah. yeah. Well, Suzanne, thank you so much for meeting us today and for like your, I mean, it's really beautiful yes. here. Like, yes. Yes. too bad this is a podcast, but like, we're, yeah. 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 No, thank you guys for coming. It's really, I'm honored that you've come all this way just to talk to me. I think that's yeah. so sweet of you. So thank you and um, and yeah, let's keep in touch. As soon as this news, I'll definitely let, yes, yes. let you know about it. <laughs> we'll talk you yeah, over, over Skype or something then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When Andorra gets back, when it's oh, confirmed, yes. yeah. Oh god, that would be a huge press Hopefully release. 2024. Yeah. Hopefully, yes. I hope so, yeah. We'll see. Okay. So, <laughs> we'll, yeah. so thanks, thanks again and, and uh, all the best and thank you. the most of success. You thank you, thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs>
Well, thank you very much once again, Suzanne. I think uh, this was one of our favorite interviews and like our first like in-person interview with all three of us and the artists in the same room. So that's very special to us. It, it was really amazing. And, and to see, you know, how she really is fighting for getting Andorra back to Eurovision Song Contest. You know, it was such an amazing experience seeing how passionate she, she is about it. And also, you know, um, having this new Andorra generation getting ready, maybe at some point to reach the yeah. Eurovision stage. Uh, so thanks again also to Francesca who arranged that to us and the Stars Academy. Yeah. And we will definitely get back as soon as possible. Yeah, and we can't wait to talk to her uh, once once, and hopefully soon once Andorra officially declares it'll be hopefully in Sweden in yeah. 2024. Fingers crossed. Yeah, I think in 10 to 20 years, Andorra will be the powerhouse of Eurovision because Suzanne is raising all of them right now. The next stars. Yeah, I would say even before. I would say even before. <laughs> Well, if, if if her students are as good as her daughter, we got to meet her daughter while we were waiting to start the interview. Yeah. Uh, how old do you think she was? Like, she's not that old. And I mean, she's already on The Voice in Spain. She's fluent in like, what, a thousand languages. Yeah. She's, <laughs> you know, it's incredible. Very impressive. Yeah. And it was so funny because Jan asked her, like, do you sing as well? And she was like, yeah, there. And then, and then she was like on The Voice and like, I don't know what else. So... <laughs> yeah, Suzanne whips out the phone. Here she is on the voice kids in Spain. <laughs> so that's just a little bit singing in Stars Academy. So Suzanne, thanks again for this amazing episode. And we hope um, that all of you guys who've been listening to us enjoy this episode. There's definitely more to come in this non-Eurovision period. So um, stay tuned. Follow us on our social media. We are building underline purchase underline podcast. And yes, we will you will hear from us very soon.